This is Last Week in Five Minutes or Less from Albion Financial Group. And I'm Mike Kessler, Senior Portfolio Manager here at Albion, with your update for the week ending at the U.S. market close on Friday, May 6th of 2022. Stocks and bonds moved lower last week in choppy trading after the Fed enacted the first 50 basis point rate hike in more than 20 years. For reference, May of 2000 was the last time the Fed hiked by more than 25 basis points at a single meeting. And this time around, the market's initial reaction to this highly anticipated outcome was positive. Investors expressed relief that a 75 basis point hike appeared to be off the table for subsequent meetings, noting that there were no committee members that dissented from a 50 basis point hike at the current meeting. Investors were also happy to see that the initial pace of Fed balance sheet reduction, also known as quantitative tightening or QT, would be somewhat slower than feared over the next few months. The Fed's press release indicated that for a period of three months beginning on June 1st, $30 billion per month in U.S. Treasuries, plus $17.5 billion per month in agency debt and mortgage-backed securities, would be allowed to run off without being reinvested, for a total balance sheet reduction of $47.5 billion per month. After three months, those figures will double to $60 billion per month in Treasuries, plus $35 billion per month in agencies and MBS, for a total monthly balance sheet reduction of $95 billion per month beginning in September. And finally, during the ensuing press conference, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell expressed optimism that the Fed's policy changes could achieve a so-called soft landing, whereby inflation was gradually reduced to a level that is consistent with the Fed's long-term goal of price stability without causing the U.S. to tip into a recession. Investors' initial response to all of this was enthusiastically positive, as most major U.S. stock indices rallied 3% in afternoon trading on Wednesday following this news. The Nasdaq was particularly strong, swinging nearly 5% intraday as growth stocks caught a strong bid on optimism that most or all of the adjustment in discount rates was now behind us. That optimism proved to be short-lived, however. The next morning, an hour before equity markets opened on Thursday, the Bureau of Labor Statistics released disappointing labor productivity metrics and higher-than-expected unit labor cost data for Q1. This development sent bond yields higher immediately, as investors worried anew about ongoing labor cost pressures pushing inflation higher. And by the time the U.S. equity markets opened an hour later on Thursday morning, stocks had nowhere to go but lower. And the sell-off quickly became self-reinforcing as a combination of human emotion and algorithmic trading took over. The weakness extended to Friday's session as well, and in the end, most major U.S. benchmarks were down modestly on the week despite the huge rally on Wednesday afternoon. As has been the case throughout much of 2022, energy stocks outperformed last week, and some defensive sectors, especially utilities, showed resilience while technology and other growth-oriented sectors lagged. Small caps and most international benchmarks also underperformed, as they have for much of the year. Meanwhile, the carnage continued across U.S. fixed income markets as rising yields pushed prices lower once again. Fed fund futures markets continue to price in a total of 11 25 basis point rate hikes in 2022, or eight more on top of the three that have now been enacted, for a target rate floor of 2.75% at year-end. The Treasury yield curve bear steepened, with two-year yields inching higher by two basis points, while 10-year yields rose 20 basis points and 30-year yields jumped by 23 basis points. 
Average yields on U.S. investment-grade corporates finished the week at 12-year highs of nearly 4.5%, while 30-year fixed-rate mortgages are also at 12-year highs at more than 5.25%. Unlike stocks and bonds, energy prices were on the rise last week. Natural gas reached a fresh record high on Thursday before easing back somewhat on Friday to finish at $8.04 per metric million BTU. And finally, in a bit of not-so-great news for American consumers, oil prices also rose after OPEC Plus declined to increase production as an offset to the boycott of Russian crude oil by much of the developed world. Unfortunately, this new move higher in oil also translated into higher prices at the gas pump as the national average for unleaded gasoline climbed back to $4.30, just a few pennies lower than the all-time high that was reached in early March, shortly after the Russian invasion of Ukraine. The Biden administration continues to explore various options for reducing gasoline prices, including diplomatic efforts with oil-producing nations, drilling access on federal lands, and the release of a portion of U.S. petroleum reserves. That's all for now. Thanks for listening to Last Week in 5 Minutes or Less from Albion Financial Group. To hear a recap of the previous week in markets every Monday, search for Albion Financial Group on your favorite podcast app. In the meantime, we hope you have a great week, and we'll see you next Monday.